Hello, and welcome to The State of Shakespeare. I'm Jim Elliott. And I'm Garrett Vandermeer. And today on the program, we have Hassan Jamal. Hassan Jamal is a Los Angeles-based actor, playwright, poet, and director. Hassan shoots and directs short scenes from plays by William Shakespeare for the Los Angeles Subway Shakespeare Project. He shoots all over Los Angeles, where they have never been shot before, places like train station parking lots, train platforms, train station entrances, and sometimes actually on the trains of LA's new light rail and subway metro system. Uh, it's a joy to have you, Hassan, and I'm really excited to hear about this project you're doing. Wow, thank you, Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's We like all things Shakespeare. <laughs> I know, I know. So where do you want to start at? I want to hear a little bit about what started you on this journey about the uh, Los Angeles Subway Shakespeare Project. The first time I was on the subway here in L.A., I said, I want to I wanna shoot something on this train. <laughs> I grew up in a city in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where we didn't have subways. And when I rode on the subway here in L.A., I was like a kid in a candy store. And, and, um, and how did you and choose Shakespeare? That might be a little long story, but I'll make, it, I'll make it short. I had an acting teacher who's not around anymore, Mr. Ed Cambridge, years ago. And in order to get into his class, I chose my monologue from Richard III. At the time, he was the resident director at L.A. Theater Center in downtown Los Angeles, and I just, I just fell in love with it. And then there were two movies that I saw that I think sealed it, and one was Julie Taymor's Titus. I remember oh, I, watching I, that film in the theater. That came out in, what, the late 90s? It blew my mind. Visually you know, stunning. Oh, my God, yeah. And actually, we did the scene where Aaron kills the maid, mm-hmm. and that's... That's on our YouTube channel, and the actor, Tommy, who did it, was amazing. And then there was another independent film that I think sealed it for me, too, with Al Pacino's Searching for Richard. Yes. When I saw that, that kind of sealed it, too. I, that, that blew my mind. It actually goes back to high school, too. You know, there's a documentary coming out about our theater company, guys. Well, tell us and about that documentary. When we were shooting Titus, one of the actors in it, Anne-Marie, her husband is a cinematographer. And everywhere he goes, and he brings his camera with him. And he called me over his house about a month after he did it and showed me what he had edited together. And I said, oh, my God. And I looked at him and said, short documentary. And that's what he did. He put a short documentary together, and it's amazing. You know, actually, after we're going to have a screening here in L.A., so, and I'll be able to give you guys the Vimeo reference for it because I want you guys to see this. Absolutely. And, uh, but do you mind if I tell you, you guys, a little bit about how we choose our, our actors? Sure. I've asked people to be in this, and the people who want to be in it, the first thing they'll say is, well, you know, I, I, I'm not classically trained. And actually, that's what I want. That's what we want. We, we don't want classically trained actors, not really. I mean, if we can get them, that's great. We don't want Shakespearean actors, but we have to have good actors. Right. We, we, we have to have good actors. I've watched some of the films, and as you said, you don't edit, and you shoot the scene 10 or 11 times, and you pick the best take, and that gives it sort of this gritty and improvisational feel. And so between that and what you just said about your actors, how does that put a stamp on Shakespeare in the way that Hassan Jamal wants to put the stamp on Shakespeare? Good question. You're making me think here. It, it, <laughs> it, <it's laughs> um, no one else is doing this. No one else is. Do- I'm sure no one else is doing it this way. I think maybe if I had better editing skills, I might edit. And I was talking to with my friend Lucian, the uh, director, and he said, "No, Hassan, just keep doing it the way you're doing it." And you know something? It lends itself to theater too, because each take has to be as good as the actors can give. Because 
we shoot like maybe nine or ten takes, and I basically just pick the best one. And there might be a scene where, uh, and this is where being a good actor comes in, where an actor might flub a line, but he keeps going, and he might not want me to use that scene, but there'll be other scenes in the background that I, I want to use, like there'll be a train coming by, you know? What you're doing is something that, that sort of merges film and live theater is what you're trying to do. Well, you see, the thing is, I mean, I think with everyone that we shoot, everyone that I post on YouTube, and I love my cast, I love everybody in the company, it seems like they might say, oh, you, you picked the wrong one, you picked the wrong one. But after they look at it and keep looking at it, you know, they say, oh, I see why you picked that one. What are some of the reactions that you've gotten from people that have, have been uh, around when you've been shooting one of these films? You see, it's pretty common in L.A. to see people with cameras. Well, now people to see common to see people everywhere with them. I think the most interesting reaction I got was the very first one I did. We did Richard III, and we did the scene where, where the king, he's really worried because he's lost his army, and he has to go to England to get his army. And uh, the actor Reggie, who's playing Richard, and the other soldier, they're on the train talking. And we planned it so when the train door opened, we just walked in and the scene started. And there were people sitting there, like I think they were coming back from work, and they just started watching it. And I could tell they loved it. I panned the audience in the train, and it was like they were sitting at a theater, they were, like they were watching it. And then when, when we ended the scene, we just got off the train. And did, did they say anything to you? Did any of those observers say anything to you? They clapped. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's just another for the people that are around it's just another strange and wonderful los angeles moment we've only shot two on the train and i'm i'm pretty sure i'm going to shoot more on the train because see when when we oh that was one we did about maybe six or seven years ago and i was really leery about going on the train and shooting because to get a permit to shoot on the trains in la is a lot of money so we were more or less doing a guerrilla style yeah. so we wanted to shoot it and get out, but we're going to shoot more on the train because we can just say that we're doing, you know, um, a family video. So we shot another one, All's Well That Ends Well, which was amazing. I don't know if, if I think I told you about that one, too. So, yes. we, so far, we did two on the train, Jim, but most of them have been in the train station parking lot, in, on the train platform, or, you know, right outside of the subway station before you go down. We shot a lot there. What's your next project? Okay, this is breaking news, and I'm uh, so you guys get to I'm um, breaking it on State of Shakespeare. I'm going to be in the next one. <laughs> yes. What is the next yeah, one? I'm, yeah, well, we're looking at a scene in Othello because I think it's time for me to do one because I'm an actor too. Yeah. How do you choose the scenes? Another question that that people ask me, and I have to be brutally honest. You know, as much as Shakespeare is written, as I'm sure you guys know, it's hard to find a good two-person scene or a three-person scene. And I found out, because I'm the director and the cameraman, and I found out early in this project that I, I work better when, I, when I'm working with just two or three actors. You know, Jim, it's really hard to find a Shakespeare scene with just two actors. So what I would do, I would, this actually says how good these actors are that I'm using, because I'll go through, like, I'll, I'll, I'll take one play and I'll try and find the scenes that just have two people, and sometimes the scenes aren't even, like, the scenes that I pick, they might seem boring, but the actors I choose, they just bring them to life, you know? I actually tried shooting a scene with four people, and it just, it didn't work. It didn't, right. it didn't work. So far, in the past six or seven years, guys, we've shot, like, uh, 23 scenes. 
Only one I couldn't use, and that was the one, the one that had four people in it because it was just too much going on. But a scene with just two people or a scene with three people, that's, that, that's magic. That's, that's, that's what we want. So I, I, I try and find I – basically, I basically don't look for the scene with the most action. I actually look for the scenes that have two or, two or three people, and the actors just bring it to life. Uh, you know, yep. I mean, sometimes I'll go home, Jim, and I won't, you know, edit it. I, I won't look to uh, upload it for a couple of days, a couple, three or four days. And then I'll upload it and I'll say, oh, my God. I mean, it's amazing what I'm looking at. That's exciting. Yeah. We're looking forward to seeing your Othello when it comes out. And uh, do let us know. We'll put a note on our website so our listeners can can watch it, too. The one that I'm in. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, first I got to make sure I'm not making a fool of myself. I haven't acted in a while. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Oh my okay. god. No, the only yeah. No, the, the, uh, the only reason why I was asking you about Lear because that, that was amazing when I watched that a couple of weeks after we shot it because it was two amazing actors. It was almost Jim like two Ron who's from Yale and then uh, Dee Dee who's USC theater school and it was like watching these two major theater schools work and when I came when I came home and looked at it a couple of days later I mean it was you know it's amazing when you look at that too our, our, our Lear that will be on our website and I also really enjoyed the Titus okay well that, that's what um, the documentary is going to be about it's, it's about the making of Titus that's great can I just say one or two more things sure sure you see when you look at what when you look at what we're doing with Shakespeare and I didn't even realize it guys until after we had shot three or four you kind of see the people who inspired me to, to do this. And I think you were asking me this, Jim. I'm a huge, I'm a huge John Cassavetti fan, and I'm a huge August Wilson fan. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, August Wilson, he did a lot of his street theater in my neighborhood in Pittsburgh when I was a kid. And uh, this was when, when August was young. He had a theater company in Pittsburgh called Black Horizon Theater. Mm-hmm. And I think August Wilson is the person that really got me kind of hooked on street theater because before the world knew about him when he went to St. Paul, he was heavy into doing street theater in Pittsburgh. Amazing. Um, yeah. And then I just, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge John Cassavetti fan and that's where it's the cinema verte that comes in, cinema verte, where everything is spontaneous, it's gritty to a certain point. And then Shakespeare himself, it's like these, mixing all three of these people. Well, I have to say that the Cassavetes reference, now I totally understand your point of view from a filmmaking perspective. And August Wilson, well, I, I can't think of a better influence. And that you saw him before he became August Wilson is an amazing thing for a young actor to have experienced. Well, at the time, God, I was still in elementary school. I didn't think I would be an actor one day. But yeah, oh, I you were. You can admit it. You were. Just came out of the womb. You were an actor. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Actually, I, re- I remember once when I was really young, my parents sent me to summer camp. God, I must have been like 10 or 11. You know how each cabin, they do a play or something? So I, I was a huge, huge Three Stooges fan as a kid. I knew all the episodes off by heart. And I'll never forget this. Our cabin, they didn't know what to do. So I said, well, let's do a Three Stooges episode. And they, did, they couldn't think of any. So I knew one off by heart, and I directed it. And our cabin won. That's hilarious. <laughs> and, and the thing is, the thing is, guys, I was so young. I didn't realize what I, I didn't even realize what I was doing was called directing. It's just that I was the only one in the cabin 
that knew that knew the scene off by heart. Right, yeah. right, of course. That is hilarious. <laughs> well, son, I would love to pick your brain more and more, but we do have to wrap this up. So it's been a total pleasure to talk to you today. So thank you very much for joining us on the state of Shakespeare. Okay, and, and again, Jim and Garrett, thanks so much for supporting us. I mean, that the actors, it really makes them feel good too when they see you guys like it on Facebook and stuff. Thank you so much. Thanks, son. <laughs> Take care, son. Okay, bye-bye. I'm Garrett Vandermeer. And I'm Jim Elliott. And thank you for listening to The State of Shakespeare.